0: This is episode number 253 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. Sal Vincenzo here with my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fade. Hey. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Happy holidays. Yes. And you know, it's uh, the holiday season. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and for the holiday season, you do something special with our holiday DVDs. You want to tell us about it?
1: Sure. So in both our branches, we like to make getting these holiday movies easier to find and get. So what we do is we just put them on carts with uh assign holiday DVDs, and we just usually have them um, pulled and separated and uh, for easy access. So in Center Reach, it is near the adult reference desk. And in Selden, it is, uh, it's still upstairs in the adult area. And I believe Children's does this as well. Yes, they, they do. They pull their holiday uh, titles and um, <clears throat> put them on carts for easy access. Great. And it's uh, five... Title holiday titles per card holder. So,
0: so if you, as long as you have a card, yeah, with middle country, you can take out five at a time, yeah. And it's the normal one week uh loan period for those, yes. Okay, great, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, what's your what's your go to holiday movie? Do you have any?
1: Um, I do, I like, Elf, of course, I like Elf, okay, <clears> yes, and I also like the um Jim Carrey's uh Scrooge.
0: Oh, okay. Jim the, Carrey or, or uh, Bill Murray's Scrooge?
1: No, that's Scrooge. Oh. But the... Uh, not, it's not the Night Before Christmas. What is the one with... um?
0: Oh, yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the animated one. Yes. The Robert, the Zeme- Robert yes. Zemeckis, uh, you know, motion capture yeah. one. Oh,
1: you yeah. like that one? I do. Okay. I don't, what's the title of it?
0: A Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, yes. Yeah, I think it's a Christmas Carol. It is a Christmas Carol. So oh, it's yeah.
1: Disney's Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey directed by... Robert, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, yeah, so that it's not a musical. It's like you know. Mm-hmm. I, I like that one a lot.
0: Okay, you don't do any horror Christmas. Like, was that Cramp? Crampus? I hate that. Oh yeah.
1: You know, I like horror movies, but uh-huh. I don't like horror with <laughs> other things. Like, I don't like that at all. you don't like the like, mixing thing. I don't like and yeah, any holiday that's not like Halloween. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't make the Easter Bunny scary. Don't make Santa <laughs> scary. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. All
0: right, very yeah. cool. So, uh, yeah. So, if you're uh, in the neighborhood, folks, uh, listeners, you're, you you want to check out our holiday collection. They're on a cart for you for easy access.
1: Yeah, we have classics okay. with like uh, a Laurel and Hardy.
0: Oh wow, okay, right? Is yeah, yeah, are? yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurel and, and Hardy.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I know they do the nut-
0: Mar- March of the Wooden Soldiers. Yes, yes.
1: But we also have, and I know a lot of people like them. Mm-hmm. Those Hallmark. Christmas movies.
0: Oh, there's like a million five, million six y- of yes, them? Yes, <laughs> we
1: have so many, folks. So if you don't have the Hallmark Channel, but you love Hallmark movies, come on down. Great. We have a lot. Awesome.
0: Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, uh, that's a great uh, feature that we have. You know, we do have holiday music as well. Yes. Now, I don't take them upstairs, though. I'm not as, I'm not as nice and convenient as Well, there's as a lot you, of those. Because there are a lot. Yeah. But they're in our regular collection. So mm-hmm. you'll go downstairs here <laughs> in Center Reach or upstairs in Selden. They'll be in you know alphabetical order but we have a very nice collection and we added about 20, 20 new uh, items to our collection for this year's uh, season nice, nice yeah so we have a nice mix of country and mm-hmm. pop and, and all the classics re- reissues and whatnot mm-hmm. so definitely check that out if mm-hmm. you go online to our catalog there's actually a link uh, for the new holiday CDs so you tap on that and you cool. can reserve them if you want. Cool. Great. Uh, so uh, we're getting into the spirit here. And you know, something big happened last week, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we okay. actually had a ribbon cutting mm. for our new reading room here right in Center Reach.
1: Right. I love it.
0: It is beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we have the reading room is open now. We have new quiet study. We have our new innovation space, uh, study rooms mm-hmm. conference rooms whatever you want to call those the cafe is coming mm-hmm. it's almost there but not quite but right. it's coming next year so we're excited about that so uh, for a focus segment this week I'm going to chat with the director of the library about the uh, new reading room and uh, innovation space
1: nice okay All right,
0: so here it goes I'm here on the adult floor with our director, Sophia Serles mcphillips Hello, Sophia. Thanks for coming down to the podcast once again.
2: Hello, thank you very much for having me.
0: So we're uh, looking at this beautiful new reading space and uh, these new facilities that we have here, a new renovation. Can you tell us how this came about? What was the plan on this uh, for this new wonderful place that we got here?
2: So we started our first visioning workshop back in 2017. Um, For a long time, we wanted to renovate the adult services reading room and add an innovation space and the podcast, and we wanted to reorganize our um, quiet study room. And we just wanted to create an environment that just felt welcoming, where people walked in and felt like, ah, I'm in you my, it's like a living room space, where they feel relaxed and they can enjoy. We wanted to open up the windows in the front uh, reading garden area to let in some more natural light and you can see some sky and the the nice uh, greenery that we have outside. And um, due to many patron requests, we were able to add a cafe. Um, so you know we're working on that as well so there was you know the pandemic along the way so we were able to um, uh, approve our project through new york state in september of 2020 Um, we had our first kickoff construction meeting february of 2021 and there were some delays and hurdles along the way just like the rest of the world Um, but we were absolutely thrilled uh, last friday to be able to have our ribbon cutting ceremony for our adult services room It
0: really is beautiful. Now, a little personal question, what is your favorite part of this new design?
2: So my favorite part, I believe, is our innovation space. Um, it is very unique, I feel. It's modern. It has a lot of equipment in it. I just love the vibe, that art, like workshop feel that's in there. And I think that the the community is going to love going in and creating. So I'm excited not only for the space. You know, I love the way it looks and I love the, what it represents. But I'm super excited for what potential partnerships and collaborations we may have going forward in ways maybe that we don't never thought of right now.
0: Absolutely, and we'll take a little tour in a moment and I'll just go over some of the cool things that we have here so our listeners can find out about it. But in a couple of weeks, we're going to have a really in depth episode about all the great features of the makerspace. So we've moved to the other side of the um, the floor here, and I'm noticing we have some new rooms. Now, we used to have quiet study, but this is like quiet study plus. What, can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yes. Yeah, so our new quiet study room is, you know, it's a, a little bit smaller than the old one, but we did actually do a survey to see how many people were in the old room um, at a given uh, hour during the day. Um, but we do, you know, we have a lot of college students that come here. You know, we are in between Stony Brook University and Suffolk, Community College, Seldon Campus, you know, St. see you know, There's a lot of colleges and universities close by. So we do get a lot of college students who come in. Um, and over the years, you know, we've had a lot of people come in and study to take uh, police exams and um, financial exams. So it, it's really heavily used. So we are excited that it's bright in there. It's clean. Um, and uh, you know, we'll hope more people come down to study.
0: Yeah, it really is beautiful. I mean, and it's, it's got all you know, glass so you can see in there. Now I am noticing uh, behind us here as we're looking to the other side of the room that we have a new feature of the, uh, of the room down here. What, what are these gonna be for?
2: Okay, so we have two new small, what we're calling small group study rooms, and we wanted to create these rooms similar to the two rooms that we have in Selden. Uh, They are very popular, so people can come in and uh, sit there for an hour and can study privately if they like, Uh, but we also have the space available for our veterans' Um, volunteer that comes down that meets with veterans one on one. Our high cap from Suffolk County. Um, so our literacy students. So we we have a partnership with literacy Suffolk. So p, um, tutors that are coming in and meeting with their students. So there's various ways that people can utilize that room. And you know we have it set up for two people, but you could fit a few more.
0: Yes, that's fantastic. So now let's take a walk to I think like you mentioned the jewel i think of this whole thing which is the innovation space uh, which is split up Uh, it's actually one long space but it could be split up into two spaces so let's talk a little bit about this place okay so now we are in the innovation space maker space Uh, also includes our beautiful media studio a recording studio here where folks will be able to do uh, podcasting and and video production as well And I'm looking at this space, and the first thing that I notice, uh, Sophia, is that it is very quiet in here. We have uh, great soundproofing from the other parts of the the building.
2: Yes. So when we were developing our makerspace and the whole, actually, room in general, we really spent the time and we had acoustical survey done to make sure that with the noise that we were expecting to have coming from our innovation space, we didn't want to um, disrupt the rest of the room. And if you look, you know, right outside the windows here, we have our computer uh, area, so we didn't want to disturb anybody that would be working or doing anything out there. So we do have extra padding underneath our floor. <laughs> so it's a rubber floor, and uh, we do the glass, The there are glass walls, but they are double glass panels, so that way um, acoustically the sound uh, stays inside, because we know the way the room is set up, It's it could be one large room, but we do have two separate doors, and we did install um, a wall, a room divider in the middle, so that one side is where we have all our heavy equipment, and where let's say that our noise-creating uh, <laughs> machines will be on the other side. And then on the side where the, rec- the recording studio is, we have tables, and people can come in, and, you know, there's sewing machines and some other... Um, equipment available to them that doesn't produce as much noise. Uh, we're hoping to have some uh, drop-in programs. So, you know, we can uh, divide the room in half uh, so we can have an open time and a program time, or we could have one large space, you know, d- depending on, on the use. So it gives us a little bit more flexibility going forward.
0: Yes. And I think the key word here is large. I, you know, we saw the plans before this this started, even the construction, and it's hard to tell when like there are no walls But this is a really remarkably large space.
2: Absolutely. So we wanted to dedicate as much space as we could. And if we could have had a little bit more space, um, we would have made it a little bit bigger. But again, we felt it was important that people were able to have the space to move around. Um, We did anticipate that some of the machines in here would be rather large. So we wanted to make sure we had adequate uh, space for that. And of course, it it was very important for us to have the recording studio and we wanted to make sure that, you know, as you know, our podcast team, there are three people. Um, so we wanted to make sure that they felt comfortable sitting in that space. But, you know, again, we are hoping to have appointments and to have people from the community come in. So if, you know, a group of two or three people wanted to use a space, they would feel comfortable in there as well.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it is a great space as well. It's a very... Um it definitely lends itself to a professional. You, when you sit in here, you feel like you're you're about to do something great. So that's a that's a good thing. Uh, the great design that we have here. So uh, as I mentioned before, we're going to we're going to have a, a, a full length episode on all the great things that we have in here. But just really quickly looking across the room, we have 3D printers, we have laptops, we have crickets, we have sewing machines, we have sublimation printers. So you can make mugs, a CNC, uh, a laser engraver. I mean, there are so many wonderful things in here. And uh, I think we're all really looking forward to uh, having our patrons come down and take advantage of it.
2: Absolutely. So right now, we're hoping that by the beginning of January, we will have a set schedule where our patrons can go to our website and can see what's going on on a daily basis, and you know, we'll be, there'll be much more information coming down as far as training and having people come in and utilize the equipment. So make sure you look forward, listen to the the, uh, the podcast in January.
0: Okay, so we are making our way across the floor, and I'm, you know, it's I, I love this furniture. It's very nice.
2: Yes, the furniture, yes, is absolutely beautiful. Um, we tried to pick colors that were vibrant, but yet soothing. Um, and we tried to make sure that there was a lot of seating, uh, comf- comfortable seating for people, um, especially looking outside to the fountain area, as well as, you know, we, we tried to make sure there were a lot of tables for people that just wanted to sit and meet or, you know, work at their, you know, like a, not in the quiet study, but still had the capacity to, to sit at a table.
0: Yes, definitely. And as we make our way to the corner of the room to our almost ready to open cafe, and uh, I'm very excited about this. I love coffee. Uh, I love uh, espresso drinks and whatnot. So do you want to tell us just a little bit about the cafe?
2: So the cafe, we're hoping um, to be open in early of 2023. As I mentioned earlier, we had so many requests for people. Um, from our patrons to have a cafe. Uh, We did spend some time traveling to other libraries and to other areas to look at their setups, to look at their equipment. Um, So we are very excited to offer wonderful coffee actually real beans will be grounded um so we'll have espresso cappuccinos um different drinks there'll be different syrups available uh and also just regular coffee and decaffeinated coffee hot chocolate and tea and we will be working with a local bagel store jojo's bagels are right here in centerage. Um, we work with them for many, many years. Uh, and so they will be supplying bagels with butter and, you know, cream cheese and that sort of thing. We'll have muffins. There'll be all all sorts of snacks, um, available. And again, we're hoping that, you know, yogurt and healthy items as well. (laughs) Um, but we are looking forward to that and, um, we hope when it's open that you all take advantage of our cafe and you come down and try our wonderful coffee.
0: Absolutely. And I tell you, we're in the testing phase right now and I can smell this coffee. (laughs) The beans are very good. If you come down and you take a, I wish this was smell-o-matic that we could put it on the, on the podcast. But what we will do is we will put pictures of this wonderful space in our show notes so folks can see this. And uh, like I had mentioned earlier in the episode, you know, next year, hopefully we're going to have a video component to the podcast. So Hopefully we'll be able to show people uh, how things work in the maker space and the innovation space and how wonderful this place is. So, Sophia, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again and showing me around this great space. And I'm really looking forward to uh, the future here with the cafe.
2: It was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: Well, that does it. I hope that everybody comes down and checks out our wonderful space that we have here now. We have waited a very long time to have Mm -hmm, this happen. mm -hmm. You know, COVID kind of like knocked everything out for about a year, a year and a half. Uh, But we're finally coming to, it's come to fruition. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Definitely, if you're in the neighborhood, come down and check it out. And again, hopefully uh, sometime early next year, we will have our full service, wonderful cafe Mm, for people to check out. So that does it for this episode. If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. We'd love you to subscribe. We're still not up to the thousands, Sarah. Oh, geez. We got to get up there. Uh, hit that subscribe button. We, we, we do more than just the podcast on this uh, YouTube channel, so you got to check it out. Uh, and uh, and starting next year, we're going to have some, uh, some supplemental videos for the podcast, perhaps. Yep. We'll see. It, uh, it's going to be a wonderful thing, I hope. So uh, stay tuned for that So for Sarah Fade, I'm Sal Vincenzo We'll see you on the next show